All right, we are coming to you from Arizona, which doesn't matter to you. It doesn't matter where we are, but I say we because I have my beautiful wife, Erin, with us, but we only have one microphone because we brought a bad mic cable, so we're going to do this with one microphone. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about 2023 and things that we learned in business. You're listening to Touch the Line Podcast. My name is Evan Silver, and here we focus on leadership, culture, and building a team. This podcast was created to serve you so you can serve others. All right, my voice sounds a little rough because we are at an event, and I've been talking, and I've had like this head cold for weeks now. But Aaron, welcome to Touch the Line. You've been here many times, so welcome back. Thank you for having me, Evan. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Let's let's don't bore us. Get to the chorus. That's what we used to say when we were in a band. Like, don't bore us. Let's get to the chorus. So, 2023. Talk to us about 2023. What was like the overarching thing for you in the business wise? Man, that is a loaded question. Well, I guess when I think about 2023, I think that is the year that I stepped away from behind the chair. That is the year that we spent, I don't know, eight months building our new location. That is the year that I went back behind the chair. And (laughs) that is the year that I got certified in extensions along with two others. We started a skincare department. We have three certified hand tied extension artists. And I don't know, we got really clear on our vision this year. So you stepped away from behind the chair, which you did a lot of research. And I had a lot of salon owners reach out and say, hey, how did you do it? So talk about you stepping out from behind the chair and you stepping back behind the chair. We read a book called Profit First by Mike McCallowicz, and he really just helped us clarify how we did and ran our cash flow. And so what I saw and what I found out was that I was able to step away from behind the chair and not depend on my income from behind the chair. So we did that for 18 months, proved that it was true. And so that's what I did. And I was out from behind the chair from January to end of June. I mean, that's just kind of long story short. And now I'm back and I'm, I'm ready to party. What got you back behind the chair in June? Did you just lose a passion? I might like, I don't know anything. I mean, I know, I know these answers. I'm just giving the people what they want. Well, we had a very eventful summer and we had three of our service providers leave our company. It kind of forced me back behind the chair. And I originally had thought that I was going to just do it temporarily just for the transition and whoever wanted to stay could stay and just really keep that, I don't know, I guess that process pretty seamless for them. As I was behind the chair, I've really enjoyed it. When I look back on that season of not being behind the chair, I definitely was like, okay, I definitely was not as present because we were building our new space. And I definitely, I'm appreciative of that for sure, because I definitely, I mean, would you agree? Like, 
we we kind of needed that freedom to design our space and to be available for our contractor and to make decisions on the fly. I mean, that was pretty important. And that was one of the reasons I stepped away. But once we were in our building, that wasn't a factor anymore, you know? Yeah. So <clears throat> give you a little update. Erin stepped away from behind the chair. It was a great timing because she was doing all the detailed, like this is right when we started breaking ground. So like the walls went up and she's over there chain, you know, like, Hey, we need to do this and X, Y, and Z. And you went back behind the chair really when we started finishing on the backside of it. So I was there for the last, what, two or three months, just making sure that all the stuff's getting done, even though I'm not a handyman, it's not like I'm doing a lot, but we did have a lot of Ikea cabinets, which fun fact, Ikea sent us double of everything. So we put Ikea cabinets all in our salon, mainly because we didn't want to get color on like really nice cabinets. So I will say these are pretty nice. I mean, for Ikea, but anyway, they sent us double of everything. Like we ordered a microwave. They sent us two microwaves. They sent us two of everything. It was over, what, 1,400 boxes? Wasn't it like 1,400 pizzas or whatnot? And you know what Ikea said? Nah, just keep it. And I'm like, I don't want to keep this. There's a lot of stuff. So that was mainly what I did for three months. But when you came back behind the chair, I felt like you came in with a renewed passion of you weren't chained behind the chair. You're like, you know what? I can do this to, this is just me talking. To do what I love to do, what I'm created to do, and I can use this to lead the way for our staff and kind of use it as influence. And now you're getting into extensions. And can I talk about when you were going through your extension training? Sure. <laughs> so my wife is awesome. And Brenna and Jordan and our company, they've been there forever, over 10 years. And they are going through it. And they were like, they... Did the recording sitting in like, hey, this, because it's a, it was a trademark exclusive way to do it. It's through Harper Ellis, great company. Check them out. Tell them that Aaron and Evan sent you. And Aaron failed the first time. And they're like, do it again. And so, oh, hang on. Oh, this is, okay. Well, let me just clarify. We had, through our salon, we had an application process with our team. And whoever wanted to maybe get certified through Harper Ellis, they just had to apply, and then we would choose. Well, we ended up having Brenna and Jordan. They went through the whole process, so we're like, let's go for it. So this is where Evan's talking. When we do this Harper Ellis training, you have to record. Well, you don't record. You actually just snap photos of all the processes, and then they approve you. And so this is where we failed multiple times and had to do it over and over again. But it was truly for our benefit to really perfect the process. So now you can, after after our third failed attempt, you can pick up from. Well, I just I just told her, I said, look, Aaron, you haven't been pushed like this in a very long time. Like, when's the last time you've done something? And it was like, nope, that's not it. <laughs> I was like, this is actually really good. You're uncomfortable and you're growing. So. Harper Ellis is great. I don't even know where I was going with that story, but I thought it was something really good. So if you're in the middle of something or you're scared to do something, go freaking do it. Study it, research it, get wise counsel, and then go attack that. In 2023, what strategies did we implement to enhance the customer satisfaction and loyalty? Because 
something big happened in August, which definitely enhanced the guest loyalty. Well, we opened up our new location and we went from 1280 square feet to a little over 3000. And we were able, like in our, our first location, it was one big room, no waiting area, a tiny, tiny retail area. We had, I mean, we were just on top of each other, just bumping honeys in the back, eating lunch right next to where someone was mixing up color. And it was, it was very tight. And so when we moved into our new location, we now have a waiting area. We now have a color bar that is solely for color and not for your lunch. You're not smelling a lean cuisine, Santa Fe chicken dish cooking and also getting your color applied. So we also implemented or we created a treatment room, which is our our shampoo room. So it's fully insulated, different music, different sound, different temp, everything. So we definitely feel like those things enhance the experience. In addition to having just a new, brighter, lighter experience for the guests. But as far as the people go, the people, the the experience that our, our people give to the guests, so our front desk, our stylist, everything, that was still just pure magic. That's always been magic, right? I mean, wouldn't you say? Yeah, people make the difference. Like, you can go out and you can purchase the nicest salon chairs, which nobody cares about. And they look nice. but Well, we care about them. Stylists care about them. So. Yeah, I'm not saying go get cheap stuff, but I've heard some ridiculous pricing on salon chairs. Uh, if you can afford it, go do it. Go do you. But you can go buy the nicest of the nicest of the nicest stuff. And it's not going to move your company as far as you want it to. Uh, wouldn't you agree that culture is a, like the people are what makes the difference. In our, in our last salon, I mean, it was pretty basic. We had Ikea mirrors. We had chairs that we had for over a decade. It wasn't anything fancy. And now we go into this new building and it definitely, I feel like matches the experience we've been giving. Cause now, you know, people walk in, they're like, oh my God. But it, listen, this is one thing that I want to let you know. You're probably listening to this right now. It's like, well, it must be nice to, to have a new building. First off, we got a lot of debt. So I don't think that, that like we're just like rolling in it. But another thing is bloom where you're planted. Wherever you are, do that really, really well. A building is not going to solve all your problems. They might solve some of your problems. But guess what? When you move into a new building... And then to a new place, you're going to have a whole new set of problems. Well, what's so interesting was that we had all of this anticipation leading up to our new building. We're like, oh, this is so exciting. And we had one of the most, the craziest thing happen last summer where we had staff leave. So a new building, he's right. I mean, it doesn't solve all your problems. You know what I mean? It's it's not this like magic thing that everybody is so excited about. Not everybody's excited about it, you know? Yep. Uh, let's let's move on from the building because if a salon owner's listening to this, they're like, oh yeah, a building, that'd solve all your problems. There, There's a lot of things. Like we changed out our coffee machine. We used to have a, what was it, a Keurig, a Keurig. She, you, my wife corrects me all the time. We upgraded to a Terra Cafe, and now we do Americanos, we do lattes, we do cappuccinos. That heightens the experience. So when someone comes into your salon and they're paying a premium price, 
the environment and the way they're treated needs to match that because they they're probably going to say you guys are expensive but they're going to say they're going to tell their friends hey they're they're more expensive but the value and the experience is where it's at so you got to go try that out what are some other things we did in 2023 looking back well i think about the self-development that I think we both kind of dived into last year. I mean, I thought about, well, I, I didn't think about it. I met with a coach about just looking at our finances differently. And she really challenged me to look at it at a per hour basis. So we really restructured how we looked at our revenue and I think in our old place, we'd already, we'd, we'd always use more of like a price or revenue per square foot. And this coach, she really challenged me to look at it from an hourly rate versus a square footage rate. So I just thought that was really interesting and looking at like your break even point based on all your expenses throughout the year, how much do you need to make per hour to break even, how much do you need to profit, all of those things. So I definitely feel like from a business owner side, that was definitely something that we really shifted. I mean, what what did you? Well, <clears throat> the first thing I thought about, if you don't have someone that I would call like an expert that knows the industry looking at your business, like you are missing out because when you're inside of those four walls, that's all you know. Like when I worked at the church, like the church told us like, hey, go visit other churches because you know what you're going to find out? You're going to find out that the church that I worked at, we did some things really well, but then there's a lot of things that we're like, wait, they're doing something different that's better. You know, in church world, typically they're there to help you and help be like, yeah, we can implement this. So same thing in the salon industry, like you need to get out to, to workshops and look into coaches. I'm not saying it, I'm not trying to plug myself, but I'm like, get into someone who's reputable and knows what they're talking about. Well, I totally agree with you. Like basically get yourself around people that are one, two, three steps ahead, even further. I mean, we're at a conference right now, surrounding ourselves with people that are not even in our industry. You know, it's just trying to develop a community of people that are doing things. I mean, every business is the same, essentially, you know, like we all have to make money. We all have revenue. We all have a P&L, like all the things we all have, you know, hiring issues and all the things. And so just getting yourself in in rooms with like-minded individuals. When you were talking, I was like, man, we thought like that was one thing I think that we really strived to do last year. And maybe we had that extra push to do, but creating our salon owner meetup, that was a, that was a huge thing. So just developing that community we had our first meeting, I want to say, in like July, and we had like three or four salons. I don't think you were at that first one. You might have had a coaching call. Well, tell people what you're talking about. Salon owner meetup. Go in a little bit because I've heard people say, well, oh, I want to start that. How do you start that? So, well, I was, so I was inspired. There's another salon owner in Greenville that she did a stylist meetup. And I was just inspired by that, but I wanted to do it more on the salon owner side. And it really kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone. After last summer, it really was like, okay, I need a community 
And if I need a community, then certainly other salon owners need a community of salon owners to kind of bounce ideas off of. And that's really where it was it was born. So we created that. We had three saloners. We meet for coffee for one hour every quarter. And um, and it's truly just a moment to like share ideas, um, kind of network with other salon owners and um just get to know each other and find out what people are doing. And they're, sh- we're sharing ideas. They're sharing ideas. There's just one salon in Clemson, Tiger Lily Salon. They do a brand shoot every quarter. And I'm like, that is an amazing, amazing idea. So it's those kind of events that really help to elevate everyone as a whole because hopefully, like, maybe one thing that we do somebody can take away and then one thing somebody else does we get to be like oh that's a great idea we're totally doing that and so we just meet quarterly we had our um, second meeting in November we've got our next one in February I definitely think that was something that was born out of 2023 for sure yeah and it's just so great just to be around other people that are like-minded and then you realize you all have like the same problem (laughs) Like you all have the same issues and going back to what you were talking about at the beginning of hanging out with people that a, you want to be around and being around successful people right now, we're at this event and there's a guy in the room that I know this because the guy on stage said it, he does $125 million a year, a small business doing a hundred. This is not a salon. So don't be me up on Instagram. Like, what in the world? If they were a salon owner, I'd be, I'd probably go live with them for a couple of years. Be like, what are you doing? Get yourself around successful people. And that's what, that's really kind of our focus for 2024. I want to get to the end of 20, because we almost didn't come on this trip. And because we got two small children, we were just like, let's just do it. Because we don't want to look back at 2024 at the end of it and be like, God, we should have taken that opportunity. If we don't grow in 2024, I want to look at the end of 2024 and be like, you know what? We freaking gave it our all. And I know that's not going to, I know that's not going to happen. We're going to have growth, but yeah, get yourself around successful people, nice, humble, successful people. Cause I think a lot of people have this picture of successful people are like arrogant and like snooty people. But they're not all like that. One other thing, too, that I thought about was we bought the Jesse Itzler and his big-ass calendar. And I just thinking about 2024 and, like, what we want to do. We want to take advantage of every educational opportunity that we have. And a lot of times we do kind of get in our head and we're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do that event or maybe we shouldn't do this event. Because we're going to be gone away from our kids. I mean, I'm very guilty of that. I'm like 100% mom guilt. I just got a text from my mom. And she's like, you know, your daughter's expecting a call. Let me know. And I'm like, I know. I'm like, we're in this conference. I'll call in 30 minutes. We got the big ass calendar. And it's this three foot by four foot calendar. And it's your entire year. And Evan and I, we sat down on New Year's Day. And we may have had a glass of wine. I can't remember. But we planned out our entire year. And most of us would say we are so busy. Am I right? You're right. Yes. We would all say we're so busy. And then we put everything on our calendar that we could think of as far as, you know, big events and like the Lonza event, the big event. 
we put this trip on there. We put, you know, we're doing a Harbor Ellis training next weekend. We put our family vacation. And when you see it all from a yearly standpoint, you're not that busy. You sure aren't. And so we just have so much room and so much opportunity in 2024. And I'm ready to freaking kill it. Yeah, the calendar was the whole premise of the calendar is work's going to fill in your schedule. Like work's going to come. It's not going to stop. But their, your personal life, our personal life, you know, sometimes we're like, oh, we should have done that trip. We should have done that. So I asked the kids, I said, hey, I want to do a one-on-one trip with each one of you. And what did, what did, what did our daughter say? She said she wanted to go to, oh, she wanted to go to the big air, the trampoline park. And I'm like, well, I was thinking something like overnight, like a little bit nicer. So she wants to go camping. So we put it on the calendar. My son, we're doing the overnight fishing trip, camping. I'm not a camper, so I've got a lot to learn. And let's just preface this. This is a a father-daughter and then a father-son trip. I will not be going camping. Yeah, you'll be enjoying your best life. So we're going to wrap this up. 2023 was a blast. We had some highs. We had some lows. 2024, we are coming in hot. We're ready to help our team hit their goals. And that's one thing that we're shifting our focus on is getting our team to hit their goals. Because if our team hits their like their personal financial goals and you know things like that, then everything will fall in line. But I will say this, the first time I'm marketing this, we're doing a salon leaders retreat next year. We're doing this year. It's 2024. What did I say? Next year? Okay. We're not editing that out. Salon Leaders Retreat in 2024. We'll be doing it later this year. If you are in, you need to go on Instagram or you can email me at evansilver.co. This is a retreat. This is where we're going we're gonna to max it out at 20 people. And we are all going to be, there's great minds out there. I work with you guys. Like I work with salon owners. You're brilliant. So what we're going to do is we're all going to come together and there's going to be teaching. There's going to be presentations, but most of all, it's going to be networking and community and doing a round table. So, you know, when we talk about hiring, we're going to go around the table and hear other people's processes. And we're all going to learn from this. So it's very unique. I'm very excited about it. This is what the industry needs right now. We have huge conferences, but having something small and intimate and building a community, I'm very excited about. One thing I'm most excited about in that salon leader retreat is the education that we're going to be providing around how to educate your team on different pay structures and the lifestyle around rental versus commission-based, that right now is just a hot topic, especially if you are in a heavy rental or heavy commission area. It's just good so that you can educate your team on it. That's huge. And then the Artist Academy or how to work with an associate or an assistant, um, that's going to be like just killer knowledge. Yeah, talking about leadership, culture, hiring, firing, holding people accountable to the core values, we're going to have it all. So if you're interested in that, let me know. But we are, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing some podcasts in 2024, 2023 fell by the wayside, but I'm getting on my calendar to do some podcasts. Thank you guys for listening. 
I love getting texts from you guys or DMs saying, hey, let's do the podcast. I actually got one today and I haven't put out a podcast in months. So I really, I was just like, well, that's really in line because I'm about to record one today. Hey, love you guys. If you ever need anything, evansilver.co, you can email me at that address or you can find me on Instagram there. But we hope that you are starting 2024 off great. Aaron, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Touch the Line podcast. Connect with me on social media and my website by searching evansilver.co. That's evansilver.co. If this episode impacted you, please leave a review and share it on all social media. Thanks for tuning in.